welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sip Sports. You're back with your host, John Ashkar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Vandermotter. And today we have a different episode, but it's really cool. We are joined by Penn State's special team squad, in particular, Bradley King, Jordan Stout, and Chris Stoll. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited to have you guys on. If For those of you that don't know, Bradley is my cousin, so this has been a long time coming. I can't believe that we haven't gotten an interview done earlier to this, but it's better late than never. And I'm glad you got to bring some friends along with it, so this will be fun. All right, so Bradley King, for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to give a couple facts. He's a redshirt senior punter at Penn State, entering his third year in the Penn State program. He spent his first two college seasons playing at Lackawanna College in Pennsylvania. He's from Geneva High School in Illinois, and he's a two-time All-Big Ten academic. So, Brad, I'm going to start with the first question. Going the JUCO route, it can be pretty tough. Is there a time that you had thought you'd possibly give up on football? And if so, like, what kept you motivated to keep moving? Yeah, probably the hardest part was probably the first two weeks. Being, I mean, I'm sure that's like for every kid. At even that that doesn't play sports, they they get homesick and so probably the first two weeks of the first month, I was like ah do I really want this, and then but I just kept seeing other teammates get offers and offers and like yeah you know, one one has to come around some at some point and I just I stayed with it I made friends for life and been the best thing I've ever done yeah that's pretty that's pretty sweet because I mean coming from you know. Illinois, and you've been moving around a lot throughout your whole life, but, I mean, to go to a place like Lackawanna, while all your friends are probably having a great time their freshman years at these big state schools, that's got to be tough. But, I mean, I, it just makes you a better person for that because of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, moving towards Jordan. So, Jordan is also a redshirt senior punter. He's entering his fifth year, and he played two, two seasons at Virginia Tech. He's from Honaker High School in Virginia, and he's actually starting for his third year here, so... Congrats on that, Jordan. Thank you. So, Jordan, you did not go JUCO, but you did transfer. I mean, similar story, but not obviously the same thing. What pushed you to transfer from Virginia Tech, and what made you ultimately choose Penn State? So, it really comes down to when I was at Virginia Tech, I was I was doing well in field goal and punt. I charted a little bit better than the other two guys the whole time I was there. And then towards the end, I was still announced second string. And after that happened, I went and talked to coaches a little bit, you know, how it goes. Decided it was best I transferred, talked to my parents. And I had to pick Penn State, man, because it's, it's awesome here. It's a cool place. Great team. Team atmosphere. Coaches are unbelievable. Something that, in my opinion, was a little different at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. So I still love Virginia Tech. Hope nothing but the best for the team and the coaches, but I, I love it here. Yeah, it's cool because, I mean, nothing against Virginia Tech, but you're in a little bit more of a winning program now, too, in a, right. in a big conference. So it seems like you definitely chose wisely. All right, so finally we got Chris Stoll, who is a redshirt senior long snapper at Penn State, entering his fifth year in the Penn State program from St. Francis to Sales High School. Is that – I had a question here. Is that in Toledo or Columbus? That's the Columbus one. Okay, so that's we wanted to know that because we're obviously from Ohio. John goes to Ohio State. He's in Columbus right now, so a little home hometown connection there. 
Yes, sir. Moving on, he's a two-time Ray Guy All-American, a third year. This is his third year starting and an outstanding run-on award recipient. Chris, how does one initially get into long snapping, and who was able to help you start your journey to mastering the position? So I uh, I didn't actually start football until freshman year of high school. Uh, wow. I was a quarterback and a defensive end at my high school. Really, my sophomore year, a senior snapper got hurt, and I just was like, they're looking for volunteers. I shit, I'll try it. You know, <laughs> I ended up being pretty good at it. Went to a couple of camps, hired a, a personal snapping coach out of Pickerton Central, and then from there he kind of taught me his ways and got me to where I am today. That's pretty crazy to never to go from not playing football and just happening on the long snapper position to now being you know part of this Penn State program. That's pretty. Uh, that's got to be kind of something that you could not you could not have seen coming when you first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and like playing sports growing up, when something comes up like that, everyone kind of hops on it. Like, let me try it. It'll be fun. And then you actually make a huge future out of it. That's really cool. So this question is going to all of you guys. If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice at the start of your college career, what would it be? For me, <laughs> definitely stretch more. For <laughs> <laughs> kicking and punting, it's... Being flexible makes your life so much easier. And, like, Chris is gifted in that area. He could actually do the splits. Probably the only one on the team. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably why. That's what I would do. That's interesting. I actually think about this a lot. If I could go back in time to my freshman year, I would have definitely – so I went into college with, like, 160, and I'm about 210 now, so I've gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have worked harder in the weight room in the beginning. And then, honestly, just just relaxed. When you say relaxed, do you yeah, mean like have fun? In what in what way? Like relax about football, or just enjoy your college years? Because you know, there's aspects in football that are pretty stressful, and mm-hmm. things can be stressful as well. And yeah, I think just relaxing and not worrying about it, and just you know, kicking the ball, man, just just go out and kick yeah. it. Right. Yeah, that's a good job. Do myself. For me, I was the opposite of Jordan. I came in at 225, and then about six months later, I was like 260. So I would say learn to love vegetables. That would be the thing I would change. A freshman meal plan. Yeah, I, I look big. What was a freshman 40? Oh, at least 40. <laughs> I just learned to eat better, eat cleaner, really watch what I put in my body, and I think that would put me in a much better position than having to work all that off like I had to do two yeah. years ago. You got to block, though, and make some tackles, so it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of weight on you, no? No, it's, it's got to be good weight, though. I can't right, be right, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys have DP dough at Ohio State? Have what? DP dough. It's like calzones. Fast food. Yeah, that's that, that mm-hmm. that's, so that's dangerous. That's late night, uh, <laughs> you guys have Kylon. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like Skyline. Ugh, man, I, I don't. I don't even like. We live right by a donut place on our street, so like that's oh. also dangerous. And that's open <laughs> that's till dangerous. like four in the morning. Yeah, and then it opens at like five in the morning. So not a good choice. But hopping back to an individual question for Brad, coming out of high school, kind of like looking more long term now, or looking long term in the past, going JUCO. What was your ultimate goal with football? Honestly, I knew. With football, it could probably get me to a better school than 
I kind of struggled a little bit with my GPA in high school. And that's mm-hmm. ultimately why I had to go with junior college. And at Lackawanna, I focused more on GPA and graduated with a 3.9. So I made three strides. So I'd probably just say that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's and, huge. I mean, getting into a place like Penn State, especially coming from, I know you you battled that. Like, that's that's pretty good little hookup right there through football. And to not only go from that, but like a two-time academic All Big Ten—that's right, like right. something that you can really like that's put your pride on. <laughs> so, Jordan, you ran a four-four-five forty this past winter. <laughs> Is that true? No. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. Know from when I got into college, I ran like a, a five flat, but I guess the uh, weight programs through college paid off a little bit. That's crazy. So, all right. So, have you talked to Franklin about running any trick plays in this fall? To a little, we have, we have a few ideas. Yeah, <laughs> can't you can't yeah no, you can't expose them. Happened, he was like, he saw his field score. He's like, hey, did you know we could do that? He's like, no, <laughs> put in some fakes. <laughs> I've seen him line up at wide receiver too. You never know. <laughs> Run down, boom. That'd be. <laughs> you probably had some of the offensive guys gassing you up about that too when that happened. Yeah, a little bit. Everyone <laughs> yeah. up. We were tired. I mean, we I didn't tired. know. <laughs> I didn't know. It's cool. Right. That's pretty sweet. So, Chris, talking about like a really cool event, you came to Penn State as a run-on, or I, I, I've never heard run-on, but a lot of other schools use walk-on, but that's cool that they actually have a different term for it. And in the preseason cap of 2020, you were awarded a scholarship, a full scholarship. How did that whole moment play out? And then what was like hopping on the phone with your parents right after that? Like, yeah, I mean, so it was during like COVID time. So we were doing our team meetings and stuff on Zoom and then we were getting ready to go. We're like right here. So yeah, we were literally right here. (laughs) And one of my buddies, Dan Chisenda, he now plays for the Vikings. He uh, recorded a video and just was sitting in talking about the importance of special teams and how it can have a huge impact on you for the future of the NFL. And they just kind of paused at the end and was like, and Crystal, you're on scholarship. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. What? I didn't believe it at first. <laughs> Immediately called my parents right after. They were happy. They were kind of surprised because usually when I call them about something, like they were expecting like my car broke down or <laughs> I needed money or something like that. But no, it was, it was a good feeling. I was super blessed to have the opportunity to be here, first of all, as a run-on, and then to earn that scholarship with the uh, with my teammates, Jordan and Brad, right here. It was pretty awesome. Right. That, that's, that's an sweet. amazing story to tell for the rest of your life. I think I saw Brad actually, like, recording the whole thing, too. He was on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could catch <laughs> his face or part of that. Well, yeah, we had no idea. I wish the coach had, like, told us, like, it was going to happen. So Yeah. Because yeah. we have to keep our mics muted. Uh-huh. So I wish we had been muted and all that stuff, but. I tried to do it as much as I could, but yeah. That's hilarious. So this this next question is kind of directed more at Jordan and Brad. You guys both transferred into the Penn State program at the same time, or the same year. Did you guys know that coming in, like when you were being, kind of going around your recruitment, did you know that you would be competing with each other? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we knew. I, I knew there was a few partners here, and then Brad as well coming in around the same time as me. And I mean, that's all college yeah. competition yeah yeah every big time school you're gonna there's gonna be five dudes you're gonna compete with every year no matter what and just how it is like when i committed here there were two punters committed both of them ended up decommitting for some reason. i don't know why mm. 
and then I think Jordan got you committed after me. I, I committed think. after you, after me. and then Brad ended up getting here like two weeks before yeah, I was the summer. Also, yeah. so you guys are obviously good friends now. Was there any like beef between you two when you were competing for the starting job? Like for, when you first. We didn't talk for like a year. No. We're the best friends yeah. from the beginning. The specialist room is it's different and unique compared to other room. It really is. You guys are with each other the whole day, especially camp. You, there's only so much film and stuff you can do, so we got mm-hmm. a lot of free time to like hang out with each other, and we just build a bigger bond. Right. <laughs> also, I don't know around the country how close specialist rooms are, but I think we have one of the closest knit group of guys. And I, at, at Virginia Tech, once again, I wasn't, we weren't super close. I feel like hmm. specialists should be close, you know? But I, we're, yeah. we're really good friends, every one of us. We have a good group of freshmen, too. Yeah. All right, super weird. They're a little weird. Yeah, you have it sometimes. You know that specialist, man. Like, specialists can be weird. That's all right, but <laughs> we, we have a good group right now. It, it's cool that you guys are so close after, like, transferring in, too. I feel like a lot of guys get close because, you know, they came in together as freshmen and they kind of went through all those waves together. But you guys came in, like, later and were able to develop, like, a really cool bond after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's part with the guy in front of us, Blake Gillikin. Mm-hmm. We kind of both knew we weren't we – were, we were trying to compete with him, but he was a, what, fourth-year starter. Yeah, we knew we were going to Two-time captain. We knew – We both knew that. We, yeah. we were prepared for that. So we were both just trying to get better. And there was yeah. no beef. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's good. So, moving forward, for all you guys, what is one aspect or trait about Coach Franklin, whether it's like practice, team bonding, or anything else, that makes him so unique and that you personally think helps make this program an elite one? Hey, he he loves us. And I like he genuinely loves us. He treats us like he's family he's kids. Yeah. He doesn't just love us. He loves our parents. He loves our brothers and sisters. He knows all their names, and I don't. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> every one of us, every one of the people in the next recruiting class and the next recruiting class, like it, it, I would say, like his detail specifically, especially with that. Like you can walk up to him while he's walking in the hall, and you actually have a conversation with him if you want. Or, right. you know, it's different. Right. Part of it for me is I. I want to do well for him like I want to do well for him yeah. of course but like it's not like that everywhere sometimes no. it's the opposite sometimes you don't want to play well because you don't like someone and like mm. it's just un- unbelievable how much the, the, the dude loves us yeah those personal relationships I feel like is where the coach earns their respect because they can be as good of a football coach as possible but if you don't have the respect of your locker room it's never going to be this, you know you're never going to be able to execute to the the full potential. Yeah. So, are you are you guys allowed to date other members of the team, or do you have to wait until the season's over for that? Yeah, Brad. What'd you say? You say date? Yeah, I said date. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? We're just messing like, are you with allowed it? to date other members of the team? <laughs> though you guys you went from being 
I mean, Penn State for so many years has been great winning it in the win column. You guys went four and five this past year, which I think we all know is, you know, not where you probably hope to be. What what kind of has to change this season to really rebound on that on that four and five season? I think I think with COVID and everything, not a lot of players were like on campus all all summer long and when this when the season got canceled at first, a lot of people like went their own ways. And I think this year, just having everybody here for a, a whole year just made the team like connect more and like our uh, we're stronger together. I feel like yeah. Also, this past summer of workouts was tough. Mm. Last last year, COVID year, that summer we really weren't here much. We were at home almost in the, like the whole time. You're back to like so to yeah, I mean, you can do things on your own at home, but it, it's it's not as much as you're gonna be doing when you're here with the team. Like it was tough this summer, and I think that. That alone is going to make us significantly better. But also, we have we have really good leadership this year. Everyone seems to be bought in, and like all the guys like each other. So I have a question, and I'm gonna let John. You, you can kind of follow this question up. But do you think so? Penn State is known for like being a super hard place to play at, with the whiteouts and everything. Do you think not having fans played a factor in that? 100 percent, definitely. Yeah, I think that's the other big aspect. We don't realize how much energy the fans bring to us, and how much or how important they are until we're out there without them. But yeah, it, yeah. it makes a huge impact. Yeah. So that's kind of like a little quick question about the stadium too. We were wondering, like, you guys are the Nittany Lions. Do you have any idea why it's called Beaver Stadium? Shoot, I used to know. Uh, back <laughs> at Stanford's Open, there was a Beaver Hole. That's not it. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> all right uh, forget about that maybe we'll just never know why it's called beaver stadium but that's fine <laughs> you guys you guys are lines um talking about like the special teams unit and everything what does like an average day look like for you guys and more specifically a punter and a long snapper you're talking about like just a normal week of practice or yeah like a, nor- a normal week of practice a normal you know, just like take us through a normal day for you guys oh uh, we'll run through a day camp all right so we wake up you, you can do it Okay, wake up Tuesday at like 6.30, go eat some breakfast, then we'll have, <laughs> other guys will have meetings for like an hour and a half, we'll meet for like five minutes, then may or may not play some Call of Duty or like some FIFA, like just go hang out somewhere, get, get in the hot tub, do some treatment, then we'll have walkthroughs, we usually have like, if it's an 11 period walkthrough, we're doing stuff for period one and then... We're done, so we'll go into the indoor and just chill and hang out. Then we'll go to lunch, come back, there's a team meeting, and there's a special teams meeting, and then another long hour of meetings where we don't do anything. <laughs> we go hot tubs. <laughs> uh, we'll go out to practice. We, we, go, we go out super early so we can get warmed up because we have our special teams periods earlier in the practice. And then after those first couple periods, we, we go inside, we get some good stretching in, and hip mobility and really just kind of rolling out and passing time. Yeah. And then we usually go back out for the very last period of practice to do some competition with some people's punts. And uh, then we go home. It's, it's a great day. I got to I <laughs> so gotta say it. It's until 9.30. Yeah. We're there all day. <clears throat> I got to say, it sounds like, now I know you guys definitely put in a lot of work, but gotta say, it sounds like a, the life of a special teamer is a pretty good uh, gig you guys got. 
Yeah, absolutely. Our teammates are jealous. Yeah, they love us. <laughs> they hate camp. Yeah. They love us during the season. So they love us during the off season. Right. Because we are all doing the same amount of running that they're doing. <laughs> we lift every time they do. Like one of our outs, we do all the same shit that they do. And then as soon as we get into spring ball or this the actual season, they hate us because we don't do as much as they do. We can't help it, though. Yeah, we, I mean, we can't watch them for two we can't hours. Watch two hours. They want us to like. Day. I think they want us to go in the corner and, like hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a. Obviously, living with we live with two offensive linemen, and yeah, the, the amount of complaining that they do sometimes, <laughs> right? And we're just like, yeah, I'm sore. My my arms are sore. No, I'm but the thing is, though, there. the thing is, though, when we do say something like, "Man, like I swung my leg too much today. My quads or my hamstrings sore." My, our mate's like, dude, <laughs> like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, do you do you ever like raz you guys for that? Like, in terms of like during the, like, if you if you mess up at all, will they will they like go extra hard on you guys? Uh, and I think yeah. for the most part, they know we're doing the most we can. Yeah, we all we all do work really hard, but we just we can't. We just don't hit each other. That's that's really. The I think our team realizes there's only so much we can do during the day. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and we've earned respect during it's during the off season when we earn the respect because we yeah. are we're doing the same exact thing. They know it so, kind of has to be how it is. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean we it's have all... older veteran starters who have kind of paved the way and earned the respect. Like I, I'm the longest tenured specialist here, been here for five years. <laughs> it was, like when I first got here, we had old old specs and we were respecting. There was a couple of years where we had. Young guys started. It was a little different where we had to earn it again, kind of in the, mm-hmm. the off season and summers. So I think now we've, we obviously have a two time captain right next to me, and we're starting to earn more and more respect. So I think they, they trust us to do our jobs. That's cool. All right. So you guys, you know, being Ohio State fans, you guys played. You you play Ohio State every season, being the Big Ten. What and what makes Ohio State tricky as an opponent? I mean, they're they're probably your biggest competition year in year out. What, what's the hardest part about going up against that team? I think they get really good recruits. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, That's why. I, I grew up a Buckeye fan. The first 18 years of my life, they they don't rebuild, they reload. Yeah. Just like we're starting to do. We're starting to reload yeah, every year. I think as we continue to bring in top recruiting classes, just like they do, I think each and every year is going to get closer and closer and closer. And I mean, we, only, we beat them in, what, 2017, 2018? Before I came here, 2017. Oh, is that when it was? Yeah, it was the year before I came here. Yeah. I, was, I was a recruit on that because it actually was sick. <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, they're a well-coached team, super sound offense, defense, and special teams-wise. But so are we. So and every year it's going to be a competition. It's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, I, I like that answer. Yeah, yeah Penn State has actually been, like, recruiting really well lately, too. They have, like, the number one class in 2022. So, like, I know that doesn't affect you guys, but, like, they are actually, like, closing the gap on, yeah. as as you would say, like, reloading. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. So, we wanted to ask you guys, do you all individually have a favorite locker room story that you would want to tell or that that you could tell? <laughs> I think just all the dancing in the locker room, like seeing everybody's different personalities when it's like closed doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the quiet dudes in the locker room after practice, like <laughs> just dancing and happy that they could go home. And... <laughs> Chris, you ever hit the splits in the locker room? Then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, 
I have a routine. I do it. We do like Friday, like we call them fast Fridays where we're kind of walking through the last steps before game day. We always do these stretch lines before, and that's usually when I will be showing up. Oh, holy crap. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But no, never did in the locker room. I don't want to risk a, a terror. Yeah. <laughs> you want to move into these quick questions, Jack? Yeah, we we got a couple quick questions for you guys. These are just questions you just kind of have to give. Like first thing that comes to your mind, one word answer. It doesn't have to be like super in depth. First one is if you had to pick one teammate that for like a street fight or like a WWE match, who are you bringing with you? Torma. <laughs> Jesse Lucetta. Rashid Walker. Mm-hmm. One punch. Yeah. Massive human. I know. <laughs> they're massive. Yeah. Yeah. Tom was brought in like 500 so, pounds. Yeah. So just some offensive linemen you guys would bring with you. Yeah. I would definitely mm-hmm. bring uh, she. 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 No, he's quitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. Actually. Juice. 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 <laughs> that, I mean, honestly, the O line and D line. You yeah, just see a dude that's six, 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 three hundred pounds. It's gonna scare just about anybody. Question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys had to start like an NFL franchise, and you got to pick between Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin to be your starting wide receiver, who would you guys pick? Godwin. Godwin. <laughs> I agree. Mm, wow. I would have. I would have guessed Allen Robinson. Why? Why Godwin? I'm just curious. The only reason right now is because he's younger. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. Recently, so you can hear more. About yeah, it. It, makes sense. it makes sense. So, who was your favorite player growing up? You could each answer. Uh, mine, probably the last five or six years, probably Pat McAfee, just because mm. he, he was different, and he was also he was a punter, and that's what I did. And I, you looked up, you look up to a guy that's in your position and group. I looked up to Cristiano Ronaldo. I didn't start playing football until I was a sophomore in high school. So after, I have the same exact answer. Pat McAfee and also a guy named Ty Long. He's with the Chargers right now. He's a guy I trained with when I was younger, and he was always always really good. And he always took me under his wing and kind of taught me the ropes. Uh, For me, I was a Bengals fan, so Carson Palmer or TJ Hushmanzai. TJ Hushmanzai. That's cool. (laughs) So, kind of, kind of like Jordan said, what other sports did you guys play in high school? I played, I played soccer and football. That's it. Oh, I also ran track, but I didn't do the mm-hmm. run. Hated running. I did the the jumping. Okay. I played basketball in freshman year. That's it. And football. Yeah. I played football, hockey, lacrosse, and basketball. Yeah, I read. Dang, right. I read you were uh, like actually pretty dirty at lacrosse, Chris. Yeah, I. Uh, I think I was. I was first team all state my senior year. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Could you could you have played college lacrosse? I could have. Yeah, I had a couple offers just for. Uh, there were scholarship offers just kind of walking on, but yeah. I thought about yeah. it a lot. Did not really want to run anymore. I'm going to be quite honest. <laughs> I always kind of had some some knee issues, and as I kept, continued to get bigger, obviously my senior year I started to put on weight more, just mm-hmm. in general because I needed to go play college football. But I just really just didn't want to run for, for that way. So, most impressive teammate, it could be for any reason. Who, who's who, who's the most impressive person at Penn State? 
anytime anybody asks me that, not this year, but last year, Jason Oway, so he's right. with the Ravens awesome. now. He's the biggest freak I've ever met. I mean, I mean, he ran what a four four three 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 four three three and he's six six anyways two six. He's on special teams as a gunner. Yeah. He was a first round pick at even the event and playing gunner. You imagine that coming at you? They reserve that for like wide receivers and cornerbacks to play gunner, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. DBs, wide receivers, all them. Yeah, yeah, blue. It's good for him though. That's awesome. Little little fast guys. Usually they're like that's nine, insane. Eight. 170 pounds. Not that guy. Dang. I just fair catch it every time. Our last quick question for y'all is, who's your favorite musical artist and what are you guys listening to before a game? J. Cole's my favorite artist, I think. And, ah, man, what am I listening to before a game? You know, I like like to get amped up before a game. I'll throw on some, 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 uh, I don't know. Some EDM. <laughs> Perfect EDM. <laughs> it gets me going, man. We've been waiting for this uh, Kanye album to drop for a while, so that dropped today. So we were excited about that. We've been listening to it all day. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think of? What did y'all think of it? I thought I, I didn't. Like I didn't. It. I think I it's the like it. first song. I think it's the first album Kanye's put any effort into in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was pretty pretty good. I I thought it was funny that Drake announced his release date right after though. You know, they like, yeah, yeah, they got that beef going. Who's your favorite artist? I don't know if I have a favorite artist. I'm a big country guy. I've been listening mm-hmm. to Bye Dirt. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I love that song. Bye Dirt. <laughs> Who's that by? I don't know who that's by. That song really confuses me because I don't I don't know how he managed to make a whole song about buying dirt. Yeah, no, Davis. I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I heard it like on like Spotify's like Hot Country playlist, and I was like, yeah. I was like, how did this guy manage to make like a whole song? I, I feel like it kind of goes along with like My Tractor, Sexy, or something like that. Just something like <laughs> just absolutely out of the blue, and like these guys are able to make like hit singles out of it. And I'm just like, how the hell? Like, do you have? Is it like talent? Is it luck? Like, <laughs> I think a lot of it is. I don't think a lot's talent. Like. Mm-hmm. Right, people will see it. It's all it takes. Cross the ghost, yeah. <laughs> Chris, who's your favorite artist? Uh, favorite artist Luke Combs, and then pregame music is metal rock from the eighties and nineties. Big oh, guy. Yeah. yeah. All right, that'll get you going. Yeah. All right. Well, that that wraps it up for our questions and, and for this interview. I know you guys have a poker night waiting, so I don't want to hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I really appreciate you guys coming on, Bradley. I'm super excited that we got to sit down for an interview finally. So, yeah, thank you guys again for yeah. coming on. Thank you to all yeah. you guys. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Cold Melody on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Also, make sure you all go give Brad, Chris, and Jordan a follow on Instagram at BradKing33, Chris Stoll underscore light and jordan stout 98 huge thanks again to brad chris and jordan for taking their time to come on the show make sure you hit the subscribe button stay updated with our show and follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok at the hottest underscore take pod also make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback thanks again y'all and see you next time